up, guys? This is Justin Bieber here. And I'm Monique. You're listening to Hotline Bieber. So I have my Yeti Nano mic set up. If you guys do not know, I record a lot of my podcasts with the Yeti Nano mic because it sounds so much clearer and crystal clear than my other one. So today I'm going to be hoping that I think I'm actually going to put this podcast up tomorrow because I haven't given you guys a show for Friday and I was trying to make up for that so hard on Friday after work, but it just so much is going on from work to school. So I am giving you guys a special Bieber bonus episode featuring my girl, Brittany. She's going to be coming in to talk about a few different things from the advanced screening that we both got a chance to enjoy. And we'll talk about the drama behind it a bit. And then we also are going to be doing some of our believer unpopular opinions, doing a game or a round of Guess the Bieber song, and then talking about just a special believer moment and why we stand Justin Bieber. So I just wanted to enter you guys into the show. Brittany is a believer. She'll tell you a little bit more about herself and how long she's been a believer and stuff like that. She'll introduce herself to the show. She also loves Demi Lovato and the Jonas Brothers and countless of the artists like Nick Stallion and Doja Cat. She has a pretty lengthy stand list. So we'll probably be talking about Demi Sin, Demi and Justin, and then also Jonas Brothers X. JBXJB on a show so we'll be kind of getting into some of our hybrid brands and they just have a whole you know cool fun vibe event for today I finally got some quiet in the house so I'm gonna record this up edit this up get this up to you guys tomorrow and yeah wait before you get into this podcast I want to let you guys know that this podcast is brought to you by Anchor Anchor by Spotify. You can create a podcast, distribute a podcast, monetize your podcast, and guess what? It's all free. You can do it from your phone or your laptop. It's simple and easy. So start your free podcast today and talk about what interests you. That's at A-N-C-H-O-R.com. Hey, girl, hey. Before we get into this podcast, I want to let you guys know that I will be mentioning some topics along the side of suicidal and then also mentioning briefly R. Kelly. If any of those topics and anything else that I missed is triggering to you, please be in the mindset that there are some triggering topics and some triggering names mentioned in this podcast. It's not too many, but just letting you guys know in advance so you guys will be able to skip past those parts and not become triggered. Much love. Okay, I just let you know the recording is in progress. We're going to just begin round two. I'm Monique. This is my podcast, Highland Beaver, and I finally have my guest, Brittany, or Britt, whichever one she likes me to call her. Um, Brittany's going to tell you a little bit about herself, what she's comfortable sharing, and then we'll jump right into the fun part of the podcast and stuff that we have. So take it away, Brittany. Hi, um, my name is Brittany, and I'm 21 years old, and I live in, in a small town called Wichita, Kansas, and then um. I love like going to concerts and stuff. I'm also a Demi Stan and a Jones and a Jonas Brothers fan. Woo-hoo! <laughs> Hi Bert. <laughs> That's wonderful, wonderful. Um, me and Brittany share a lot in common and we do often share the same views and opinions when it comes to Twitter. I mean, we recently just got um dragged by the barbs. 
That was very interesting. <laughs> oh god. That was very interesting. All because we said the song was gonna flop. People are not that mentioned was... to us. Oh, I hope your mom dies. And I'm like, oh, okay. That was something else. That was really something else. So we both got the chance to like witness the advanced screening of the Our World documentary, which is a documentary that's dropped on Netflix, on Netflix on Amazon Prime. And I mean, I just wanted us to discuss what was it like? What was it like? Like, what was like the pro- what was the process like for you getting RSVP? Because I know I was at work and I was in the bathroom and I was trying to get the RSVP link. When it first hit my phone, I was like, "What the hell is this?" And then I see my timeline. There's codes going around. I'm like, okay, what is this? Because I'm confused. I'm at work. I have no idea what's going on. So I see the codes. And then I'm like, how do I get in? Didn't know how to get in for like a minute. And so I realized, oh, you have to log in. Then RSVP. That was so hectic. It was giving me PTSD from the uh, Bieber NYE event. That was like PTSD from that night. But just a little less worse than that night. Because that night was hell. But fun. So what was it like for you? I mean, it wasn't that hard for me, honestly. Um, I wasn't at work, thankfully, but it was pretty easy. I literally just, uh, I think it was either Bieber Fever um, when they sent out the link that worked better than the one that Justin sent out. So it was pretty easy. Like I got the the RSVP like super fast. So it wasn't that hard for me. Yeah. I, I, don't, I think I'm over-exaggerating where I say it was a little stressful. It wasn't that stressful, but, like, it was a little confusing. And time was a little hectic that night, but it wasn't, like, a bad hectic. It was like, a, oh, what is this? Because it dropped out of nowhere. And I entered the contest. There was, like, a contest in Atlanta, I believe, that you can enter to get a screening. And I, at first, I thought it was, like, oh, you fly to Atlanta and you walk the red carpet. And I was confused, but I thought that it's an online thing. And then I entered and I didn't win because I saw Kiki on the top of my head. She won. And I was like, oh, okay, I didn't win. So it is what it is. But then this RSVP drops out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm like, I still got to go. So that was pretty fun. Was it hard not showing spoilers on the timeline? Uh, No, not really. Because I don't really do that like on Twitter. So no, not really. Like, I don't really like live tweet like everybody does. So no, it wasn't hard. <laughs> I think for me, it's a toss up. It wasn't super hard, but then there were like times where like I would want to just tweet something subliminal, but then like, because I remember Cass got dragged because she said like at the towards the end that there was like something sad there that you were going to see something really sad. And she got dragged for dropping spoilers. So everybody was on a timeline before this park. Before the thing even dropped for us to do this thing, people were on the time like, no spoilers, no spoilers, no spoilers. And there really wasn't no spoilers. Most yeah, of it like was just a concert. Most of it <laughs> was just a concert. Like the little bonus clips, half of those was in the trailer. Yeah. But like, what, like why was everybody on the time like, no spoilers, no spoilers, no spoilers. And I got where the international fans were coming from because they felt like, why don't we get to be a part of something fun like this? And stuff like that but some but some international fans was getting a little too there was one international fan of my timeline that kept complaining about no spoilers on no spoilers and i understand what she's talking about she's complaining about the international part but then she got to go to the event at the end of the day so i was like what was all that rah rah for and some of y'all got to go to the event <laughs> yeah like we've all seen it like you know like it was literally out witnessed the concert it was no reason that it almost got to the point where there was drama 
over it. Like it was yeah. not worth it. It was not worth it. Like it was like, it was good. Not get me wrong. It wasn't like on a never say never believe level, but it was good enough for what it was. It's one of the best ones, I think, after seasons. Because I would have to rank it seasons, our world, then next chapter. What about you? Like from the new ones or like the old ones? The new ones. Not we're not ranking like believe in never say never. They they, they, mm. they don't, you know, we're leaving them alone. They're untouchable. I would yeah, I would say seasons, our world, and then the next chapter. I feel like in the next chapter, we learned something about Justin's like suicidal moments that we did not know. But I still feel like it was just like something about seasons really wrapped up where we left off with Justin. Because Justin took that big hiatus and we didn't really know why he canceled tour. Why meet and greets went abruptly canceled. It filled in the gaps that we did not know throughout the break. And I feel like that's kind of what Demi did with Dancing with the Devils. It, you know, talked about overdose and then it went through all that emotions and I feel like that's what seasons gave us although some people didn't like it because they felt like it was too much Jaylee but I absolutely enjoyed it it was one of the things that I actually enjoyed and I haven't watched it in a minute but it was something I enjoyed and the time that we were stuck in quarantine I was eating Mm -hmm. that up like yes and I feel like the next chapter just it wasn't it was it kind of like went on from that point but it just it didn't hit like the other ones and I was kind of hoping that our world would be like a never say never level or believe level type of, you know, movie concert documentary, but it just didn't hit like that. But it was still good. Nevertheless, the vocals was amazing on there. Like I, it was pretty good. Like it was really nice. And seeing Justin get mad was kind of like, okay, like that was kind of hot. Like I was kind of feeling that, but um, overall it was really a nice documentary. I actually enjoyed it. It wasn't too bad. And it wasn't that much, much Jaylee moments. And I just wish we didn't see so much Nick in the documentary. Like, we didn't see so much of Nick, the dancer. I'm like, we don't need to see you like that. Like, it's not your documentary. Can you go somewhere else? Yeah, I thought that, too. It was more like uh, Nick and Justin than, like, Haley and Justin this time. Mm -hmm. That's how I felt. (laughs) I think something interesting from the documentary that I did not know is that I did not know any of the dancers got COVID. Because that really wasn't oh, yeah. told to us during the process of like document, through the process of like not documentary, but through the process of like getting ready for the for the New Year's thing. We didn't know that Nick had got you know COVID, and a, I think another member got COVID too. And I was kind of happy that he made it through, and then nobody else got sick. But you know, having that in there just showed the realness of what it was like to do a show during COVID. You know, and I think that. Having and seeing them getting tested before every like doing the rapid testings and the extra testing and all that stuff that made me happy because like it showed that Justin was taking this pandemic seriously. Although I will have to critique him a bit. All them pandemic trips and the Halloween party was a no no. But you know he got enough lashings for that. We're gonna save him and spoil the rod. <laughs> the lashing thing on it was funny. No, 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 no. Like at first, I was kind of like, I was, I was shaking. I was like, okay, you know what? He kind of deserves these lashes. I'm gonna just sit back. And I couldn't even, we couldn't even enjoy the concert because he looks hot. Although I will, although I will say, because Halloween is coming up, I will say he better do better than last year because for all the lashings and the mess we had to deal with with that party, he could have done a better Woody. Like it was such, yeah. it, was, it was, it was giving, it was giving me Dollar Tree. No, it would give me wish. No, it would give me wish. It was like he oh, typed God. in wish and said, I want a Woody costume. 
and he went to wish to buy that's it's giving wish it's giving wish and not even dollar tree because i feel like dollar tree can do a lot better than wish like yeah. i ain't never got a costume from there but i'm pretty sure their costumes are cheap but top tier than wish so mm-hmm. I'm yep. like for all them lashes you got, you could have at least given us a better cost, a better Woody costume. He could have done so much better. Like I was a little disappointed because I was like, and I, I honestly could tell it was Woody, but like it was such a low quality Woody. And for his money, like come on now, you know. I know, right? Yeah. So like, yeah, no. Continue, continue. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Don't not want to cut you off. Keep going. No, I was just gonna say yeah. Like like they have all this money, but like. <laughs> But like he looked like a cheap version of <laughs> Yeah. And do you remember when like Haley's costume came out and she was like ratchet nurse and people were terrified because I think a K pop singer named Lee was a I'm not sure, I think it was Jeannie. She got a drag for people, drag for being a Halloween being a nurse for Halloween. Because people were saying like, Oh, Haley's gonna get dragged for being a nurse during Halloween because of the fact that it's a pandemic and nurses are working in a hospital with COVID. And stuff so like she's gonna get dragged because it's insensitive to be a nurse for Halloween and I don't know how being nurses for Halloween is gonna fly this year but I don't know I'm, I'm not a nurse so it's not my place to really speak on if I find it offensive or not but like people have been nurses for years you know and there's always been something going on in the hospital so I mean like I can get like a sexified nurse can sometimes feel a little uncomfortable to some people but you know yeah I don't think people are gonna care this year they're not gonna be like they're not gonna throw a fit they're not gonna be like oh we gotta cancel this person for it but yeah that just kind of wraps up everything about the advancing just unnecessary drama didn't really need to happen um I put on my next thing on a list to talk about our fave and least fave on Justin Bieber's album so um I'll I'll kind of I'll kind of try to go in order of the albums but I might you know just go around I I actually what I think I'll do is I'll just start off with the first debut album and then we could just go back and forth my skip on my road is probably first dance yeah I was listening to first dance like a couple of days ago and I was like yeah this might be my skip this might be my skip what about mm-hmm. you for me for my world kind hmm, of thing I honestly don't really skip any songs but if I were to but I think it would have to be like probably hmm. Dude, I don't even know. I don't even think I skip anyone, but maybe like yeah, favorite me, girl, maybe. Not favorite girl. Not maybe. favorite girl. <laughs> okay, favorite girl is a bob. Uh, like when I thought about the debut album, I always think of the debut album as a very untouched album. When it comes to ranking the albums, I always just say, like, that's a debut album. That's untouchable because it started everything. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him dropping one time or dropping My World. I feel like right. that album, there's not a lot of skips for me. But if I had to skip just anything on that album, probably First Dance. But, like, even then, I don't skip that. I don't skip it that much. So, I was like, yeah, that one's a harder one for me. And when we speak mm-hmm. in My World, mm, what is my skip on my world? I don't really think I have. I don't really think I have a specific skip on my world. I just think there's some songs I don't listen to as much. I oh, I don't want to say stuck in the moment is my skip, but I probably don't play that as much as the other songs on the album. I can't really think of a skip on my world. What about you? My world 2.0. What about you? Um, I don't think I like you said. I don't. I don't skip any either. But I 
the ones that I don't listen to that much is like that should be me but that's not even a skip I just don't listen to it as much as I do like the other ones yeah that should that should be me was that should be me is a like I love I actually love that song on the album um but yeah I I completely agree there'd be songs on the album that I don't play as much but it's not like a complete skip mm-hmm. so when we get to believe this might ruffle some feathers but my skip is one love not one love yes one love I'm, it's just it's, it has not hit yet it has not, it's not getting what it's supposed to gave I'm sorry for me it would have to be all around the world <laughs> honestly I'm not be- mad at that one because I've heard people say right here's a skip and I want to fight I'm ready to <laughs> fight I'm ready to throw some hands like right here is top tier so it's a top three top five on the album mm-hmm. all around the world to me I don't get mad people say that's a skip because honestly maybe that is the skip of the album I mean it's like okay. it's my least favorite <laughs> yeah I, I completely I completely can't understand that that's why I'm getting mad people like oh my skip is like uh, my skip is all around the world I'm like oh understandable um <laughs> for for journals my skip is still okay so like I have okay I had a total of three skips at first and they were backpack uh what's happening and one life but over the years, I've grown to like what's one life, and I, I and I can stand what's happening. But I just can't get in the backpack, and I've been trying for months to get in the backpack. And I'm sorry, but I just I can't get in the backpack. It just isn't. Yeah, that's just my that's my skip on journals. My only skip on journals is PYD. That's the only skip. I feel like I feel like if we're just excluding PYD from the skips then like it you know doesn't count you know yeah <laughs> like because excluding pyd like if we're talking about what outsiders are going to skip from the album obviously you're going to skip pyd because we do not support you know the mm-hmm. feature artists on the song so we're obviously going to mm-hmm. skip pyd regardless so pyd if pyd did not exist at all then my skip is backpack but obviously, I think we've come to a realization that PYD is just an automatic skip. Now, some people still stream PYD. Um, I do have an unpopular opinions part where I will explain just something kind of on PYD. But um, I guess I can briefly touch it here that I feel like PYD in a whole is not a most the most terrible song ever. I would have loved to see in a PYD version where it was a solo like a solo track or what it would it be like if it was just just another track to see if it's just because for me right now it's mainly just a feature that kind of makes me like because I have the song like blocked on Spotify so it doesn't play when I'm jamming the journals and mm-hmm. I wish Justin would take it off of the streaming platforms like Lydia guy did with her track with um him but I feel like I want to hear what the song is like without R. Kelly on it to see mm-hmm. if to see if I actually think the lyrics are just that, think the song is just that bad, or is it just, okay, I can't stream this because of the feature mm-hmm. artist. So I don't know what my, like, 100%, my main reason is because R. Kelly's on it. And we mm-hmm. all, we're not going to get into all of that because of the triggering topic on it. But, like, because of him, I will never stream that. And I remember one time I tweeted that that's why I don't support PYD. And somebody was like, well, oh, mm-hmm. you could just listen to Justin's parts. But at the time, I was thinking, like, okay, is R. Kelly still making money off of his streams? Because if so, I don't want that man to get a 
many of my streams. Just like Don Tolliver has not gotten any of my streams, but don't go. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to be about something, you be about something. And that's like completely muni his music. And that includes any feature featuring Justin Bieber. And that, and mm-hmm. honestly, like, not to, like, just, just to be like serious, Justin's part is not enough to still stream and mute R. Kelly's parts only. Yeah. You know, so it's not, it's definitely not worth it. Now, moving on to, uh, what album is after that? Uh, per, uh, Christmas album. This, I think this is, okay, I skipped, but I skipped the Christmas album because I'm going out of order a bit with journals. I think it was Under Mistletoe, then journals. But my skip on Under Mistletoe, there's not really a skip. It's just home for Christmas because I'm not a big fan of country music. So that's why that was my ultimate skip on there. Mm-hmm. But, but I did tweet that one time and somebody came at me and I thought that they were home for home this Christmas stand. And I was shocked because I've never met one in my life. I've been a believer mm-hmm. for 10 years and I'm like 11 years actually um, since this month. And I literally don't know no believer that stands this home this Christmas. So when I said that and I got somebody's feathers ruffled, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> You're like, where did this come from? Like, where did you come from? Okay, I didn't know that. All right. <laughs> what about you? Mine would have to be Silent Night. Oh my god, I have a soft spot for Silent Night because when I was a lot younger, I used to play that song to go to sleep. It's like when mm-hmm. I would get ready to go to bed, I would put my air my airpod put my headphones in, put it play it on my iPod, and I would fall asleep to Silent Night. So it was just like mm-hmm. one of those like special songs. But like, yeah, it's not it's not like the other songs on the album. So I completely understand why people might skip it. It does it kind of will put you to sleep. And that yeah. can be either a good thing or a bad thing, depending on what you need it to be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just too slow for me. I don't really like slow songs. I like fast upbeat songs. No, I totally get you. My skip on purpose. Now, purpose is a hard album because I haven't really picked a skip, but I feel like okay. Actually, I do have a skip for purpose, and it's my ruffle your feathers because I know this is probably one of your favorite. You defended this song on you defended this song on Twitter, I think, a week or two ago. But it's children. Oh yeah, <laughs> children is. I like that song. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna lie. When a beat drops on children, I'll be like ready to dance. Who's got the heart? Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Like the like it. Okay, it's oh. dare I say it's catchy. It's very mm-hmm. catchy. And I loved what Justin incorporated with um, children on the tour when he had a lot of children, you know, dancing on stage with him doing that part and just the mm-hmm. lyrics. Like, it's a really, it's a, like the concept behind it is dope. I just, one of my skips. <laughs> what about you? My skip would have to be, only because it's overplayed, love yourself. I feel like I completely agree with that too. Like, I feel like they overdid love yourself. And where are you now, too? Like, when, when you when you go back and you look at, like, 2016, 2015, Bieber Radio Play, love yourself. Sorry. Sorry, even though I feel like that got a little overplayed. Escape the overplay. Like, it escaped a bit from it, from its sisters. Love yourself. And where are you now? Because it's still, like, I can listen to it. And even though it may maybe be overplayed, it still hits. Love yourself. It's not completely bad, but every time I hear it, I just keep thinking like, "Dang, y'all just drew this song through the mud. You ran mm-hmm. it through the mud. Like <laughs> there were like like you ran it like that was the only Beaver song that existed. And the album has so many great songs. Like mm-hmm. Where Are You, 
all in it. Get used to it. And I get that mm-hmm. he didn't drop those as singles, but <laughs> just he ran into they ran into the mud. And mm-hmm. I get it. And it's and you're and you know what your your least favorite song is probably most people's least favorite song from you know purpose because you know it kind of got overplayed. So even if you loved it at first, you're like, okay, well now I'm sick and tired of hearing it. So mm-hmm. you know, the next album I believe is Changes, and my mm-hmm. skip on Changes is Running Over. Oh wait, I like that one. Everybody hates it, but I actually think it's so catchy. Uh, yeah, I, my the one that I like that everybody hates is Forever. And wait, I love that one too. See, see, see. This is why we're besties because, like, we literally are on the same level. That's why we're in that besties. Mm-hmm. I literally see a lot of people trashing Forever all the time, and we're gonna forget the little Dicky and um. Completely forgot the art, other artist name on there exists, and just listen to Justin's part, and it's dope. Like, it's it. I listen to the forever Justin's parts, and then I'm good. Um, it's I think Post Malone's on there too, is he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so it's Post Malone, Lil Dicky, and somebody else. Clever, yeah, clever. He's on there. Uh huh. Wait, yeah. I think it forever is just Post Malone and Clever, not Little Dicky. Little Dicky's in a uh, running over. Oh, yeah, that's why I don't like running over. <laughs> yeah, no. I Okay, so was it another song I used to skip? Um, I was thinking it was available, but I don't think I was skipping available. I think I just, like, that was one of the songs I had to listen to a few times because I randomly was listening to available one day, and I was like, oh, my God, I really love this song. Like, it's so mm-hmm. good. What's your skip? Honestly, the the Yummy, the yummy Remix. The country one or the one with Summer Walker? Um, the country one. <laughs> I feel like I just pretend that one doesn't even exist on the on the discography for that for that song or discography in general and that album because just like with PYD, we forget the existence, then we're all good to go. We just don't forget it exists. But yeah, that's bad. I feel okay. I feel like a lot of people trash the yum, the yummy remix with Summer Walker. And I was listening back to it, and I was like, "This is low key way better than the country one." Like mm-hmm. it could have went so way because I I don't I don't I don't know if you remember, but like on a there was a time where when I was told where they were saying like, "Man, imagine," and you're a Meg The Stallion fan like me. I love Meg The Stallion. Mm-hmm. It was like imagine Meg The Stallion hopping on the remix. Like Girl, she would have ate. She would like, have. She would literally, and it would have got so nasty, but that's what I would have loved about it. Like, mm-hmm. it was about sex. So, like, her hopping on that track and mm-hmm. making it a vulgar verse would have been mm-hmm. dope. And I feel like Meg would have been so dope on that. And somebody actually did, I think, do a, like, a mock-up of a Meg verse that could have went on there. I feel like, I feel like Summer Rocker wasn't the baddest idea because, like, Justin really just wanted to collaborate with female R&B artists. So for him to get Kehlani and Summer Walker, that's that's steps, you know. Definitely I know. Work with, you know, get some Janae Aiko and some uh, SZA on his next album. But I really think that it's literally the Summer Walker remix over the country one all day long. So, you know, mm-hmm. like, leasing the slander on her just a little bit because she not she not like a come country you know, and I feel like there are some people that scan the song, but it's just ironically, it's not like seriously. They're just like, "Oh, I like this song because it's funny," you know. And mm-hmm. TikTok just recently discovered the Yummy Remix. Country oh, I've seen that. I was like, "Can you undiscover it?" 
somebody said Bieber was just bored or just like he needed something to do and I was like maybe he is bored and the fact that it Florida Georgia line um <laughs> they made that one song that was like really big back in, like in the 2015 2014 whatever time that was they hopped on a remix and it made it even more like, okay, no, thank you. I don't even like country like that. I can only do Carrie Underwood. I can't do that. And some Taylor Swift, but I can't do that. No, thank you. Like, I'm sorry. And then moving on to the last album, Justice, before we go back and do our fade, my least favorite on Justice, I- I've been ruffling with this one because I said unstable at one point and can't, and, and Beeper Twitter dragged me to filth. And you know what? I'm going to be honest. I deserve that drag. I deserve to be ate up because it's not a skip. But I feel like if we're speaking on like maybe deluxe, like if we're adding deluxe tracks too, I don't know. If we're, if we're, if we're able to add the complete version of Justice and add Red Eye, Red Eye is my skip. He's a cracker for that. Yes, very. I, I don't know what he was thinking when he got he, he saw everybody wanting red eye dope, you know, listen, give the fans what they want, but that wasn't what the fans wanted. That was what he wanted. Nope. And uh-huh. he took the song and overproduced it. Like, and yep. I feel like there's some parts of red eye where like in the, like, and just like in the verses, they're not too bad. But then when he gets in that and I'll fly out, whatever that, that Chuck E. Cheese club beat, like it just, <laughs> You laughed at that tweet. You were probably the only one to laugh at the tweet. But I did. No, like, it's just bad. It's bad. But for some reason, the locals are loving it because the playlisting it got and then the fact that it's charting more better than Angel Speaks and Haley, which I don't understand because Angel Speaks is a masterpiece. Like, Pooh Bear's vocals on that is nuts. Like, are you crazy? Like, I really absolutely just enjoyed, like, I literally enjoyed his, like, vocals on that. Like, Justin and Pooh Bear is, like, absolutely great, great, great duo. So, for me, if I had to skip anything on, like, if we're talking about the complete, like, the final finish of Justice, Red Eye, if we're not talking about that, then, I don't know, there probably isn't a skip right now for me on Justice because I I've been listening to a lot of tracks over and over again lately, and I've just been falling in love with some tracks that maybe wasn't hidden for me at first. Like, Love You Different, although I'm a Love You, Love By You stand, Love You Different is literally good. I feel like the live performances made me love it more. Deserve You was another song that I really fell in love with more because of the performances of Deserve You. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just something about him, like, oh my God, the beat, like, I think the performance that really got me into Deserve You was I think it could have either been the Vegas, the first Vegas performance or the performance he did for it for the Freedom Experience. One of those got me like really hooked on Deserve You. And I had like to replay that. One day I was replaying that like five, six, eight different times because I'm just in love with that song. Like it's really a top five. So mm-hmm. what about you? Um, If we're doing like, if we're talking about like the whole complete, then yes, Red Eye. But if we're just talking about the like original deluxe, mm, then it has to be I Can't Be Myself. I think, yeah, that's that's one of the skips for me. I can't really get into it and I don't know why. Not I Can't Be Myself. I love that one. That's one of my favorite deluxe tracks. It's so yeah, cute. I, don't know. I, I love, just can't get into it. It's so cute. And I love Justin and Jaden's friendship. Like when they hop on songs. 
absolutely loved it. I will say, I can't be myself. It's better than falling for you. And I enjoyed falling for you too. I was one of the rare stands that actually enjoyed falling for you because falling for you gave me Michael Bublé, just haven't met you yet vibes. And I used to love that song so much growing up. So like, it just reminded me of that. And that's why I ended up gravitating to it. But I just love Justin and Jaden when they hop on tracks because it's always a different vibe. It's something you, mm-hmm. it's like, it's not like this, it's not like they're never say never type of stuff. It's just always something really unique about their like, you know, beats and how they choose to do the song and stuff. So that's what I liked it about that song. But that's definitely not a skip at all. Not a skip at all for me. But yeah, there isn't really a skip on there. Like I like I said, um, at one point it was unstable. Um, if I had to really pick one, because I don't okay, I don't want to say too much because everybody loves too much. Like, um, I will say one thing. I feel like and this is just coming from a black stand myself. At first, I was trying to defend or trying to find a way to like make a make sense of him having Martin Luther King Jr. in there. But now I realize like the 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 speeches throw you off sometimes. Cause mm-hmm. how you getting into too much and then bam. Yeah. This is the I'm like, I'm like Justin, I see the ex- execution, but next time, like next time, can we not have like next time, don't make the next album mark with Malcolm X on it or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like I, no more, no more. <laughs> Justice will be your last and first and last album with any civil rights leaders on it. We need to leave that alone because, and I and I at first and I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like really brief and candid and honest on this podcast because that's what this podcast also is definitely for us to be honest and you know when we have any topics and things like that is that at first I didn't like at first I what was I gonna say because I forgot at first I didn't like people saying that the MLK interlude was a skip because it felt racist like not racist but like ignorant to me or like kind of felt like this kind of kind of felt some like kind of felt anti-black to me and then I mm-hmm. had to look back on it to myself for a while and think to myself like it just it, nobody really wants to listen to Martha King Jr. do a speech on an album like that. Yeah. It just it doesn't flow and it kind of throws people off. So I make sense why people skip it. But at first I felt some type of way about it, but I had to evaluate to myself and say, well, hey, even I believe that it doesn't need to be there and that it's definitely a skip for me. But you know, that's just my thing. And then I did at one point, and this is back when the dread situation happened, Dresden 2.0 was happening. Somebody had the nerve to have MLK interlude as their username. And I remember quoting them because I was like, why the hell is your username MLK interludes? Like, what? That's not a username. That's really a civil rights leader. And no, because it was so funny, like, just to get a little serious, like, get a little humor in here while I'm being serious. If you remember, I didn't think you know her. Um, Nay's username when she first was claiming track, because remember when everybody was changing their usernames for Justice Era, her her like basic like her um username was Doja's interlude. So she mm-hmm. had claimed the interlude. That's before we knew the interlude was MLK. Mm-hmm. And when she found out it was an MLK interlude, she was so embarrassed. <laughs> she was like, I gotta oh, yeah, change I my username that. now. And I and I remember that so well. Next time I think about it, because I was like, "Damn, I feel so bad for Nay because the interlude username was so dope." I remember making usernames for Justice Era, and I was like, "Damn, the interlude username is so dope. Let's go for it." And then it's the mm-hmm. MLK interlude, and you're like, "Damn." Yeah, Justin always has to ruin something. Yeah, it's never a dull day. And then here comes Melody on Twitter, which if you don't know Melody, she's the one that always has the penny product on. 
she's begging for Justin. Like, where is he? I'm like, let the boy be lost. The more he's <laughs> lost, he doesn't find things to get in trouble too. So let him be wild though. We're not looking for him. Nope. No, thank you. Where's what? Where's Waldo? No, no. Where's your? No, 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 no. It's, no, no, no. It's We're gonna not be for him. <laughs> yeah, like please don't ask for him. Because every time you ask for him, last time you asked for him, he came back with the more. The last time they asked for him, he came back with the racism is evil shirt, but that wasn't oh as bad. When, but that wasn't as bad as when he came back because he gave the proceeds to a charity. But that wasn't mm. as bad as when people kept asking him to come back and then he posted Morgan Wallet. Just something's wrong with that boy. And then like he went on a long run. Like he was like really begging. He was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He was like, he was like crying on he was crying because he was like he was he was like he kept he kept he posted like four, five, eight different stories apologizing for one story post. And I was like, I was like, damn, boy. I'm like, okay, calm down. Um, now I did glimpse over the Freedom EP, but I really don't know if there's any skips on a Freedom EP for me per se. Um, I will just go ahead and use the Freedom EP to start off with my favorite track on a Freedom EP. If you listen to Freedom EP, I think my favorite is either between Freedom or um, We're All in This Together. Like when I first heard him rapping and we're all this together, I was like, "Oh, the whole uh, is this the righteous bizzle?" That you know what? You know what? There we go. There's a new name for Justin when he's giving bizzle, but it's holy, righteous bizzle. Boom. I love it. <laughs> I think yep. we're we're all in this together was really good. Freedom, the beat on Freedom goes. I think a lot of people downplay the freedom ep because they look at it like oh here's this church holy gospel music like nobody cares about this but a lot of the songs are way too good for a gospel ep like he could really go in this direction with these beats and this production and these lyrics and take it on a full album like it was mm-hmm. that good i haven't heard like it was giving me a little bit of some of the beats he experimented with on justice and i was like this is dope like when i heard freedom i was like okay like, it's a really good EP. I feel like it gets overlooked because it's a gospel EP. Mm-hmm. So, any of your favorite songs or any skips for you? Um, I'm going to be honest. I haven't listened to the EP since he released it. So, I don't I don't listen to it, like, at all. <laughs> no, I understand. Some people don't listen to it like that because they're not very religious. And that's understandable. I am a pretty bit religious, but I'm not, like, one of those Bible-thumping, like, walk out you know people you know the ones to be outside of Planned Parenthood yeah no, I'm not one of those you know I believe there's a God up there and that's about it mm-hmm. I love him that's about it but I'm not like I'm not like you know very very conservative like I hate the gays like no that's mm-hmm. not me so and I just want this to also also be known I always say for all the time in the podcast the podcast is for everybody black black Mexican Muslim LGBTQ trans non-binary this is an open space for everybody so hate is not allowed here so you know i won't you know i won't invite anybody to take for nothing like that mm-hmm. but jumping back into um jumping back into my world and we're going to talk about our favorite songs i think my favorite off of my world as of right now is probably um i was gonna say up uh, but that's my favorite off of my world 2.0 but just to put that out there, since I've already said it, Up is my favorite off of My World 2.0. And my favorite off of My World is probably, 
probably Baker. I'm not sure. I think it's Baker. Me too. Yeah. And fun fact for those who don't know, I feel like you should know this by now, but if people don't know you, maybe you don't know this. Frank Ocean wrote Baker. No, I didn't know that. Really? Well, you learned yeah. something new. So I think Frank Ocean um, wrote, uh, yeah, he wrote the song. I'm not 100% sure. You might have to Google, but there might be a demo track out there that he did for. But yeah, that's pretty cool that Frank Ocean was on his debut, wrote something for him on his debut. I don't know if it was written specifically for him or if it was written for him, but then he just gave it to somebody else. It feels like he re- wrote it for Justin because it looks like it's not his type of like, um, you know, vibe. Like, mm-hmm. like he was like his like his thinking about you, thinking about you and bigger are two different contrasts with what he normally sings about. And I listened yeah. to a bit of Frank Ocean, so I'm like, yeah, no, this is definitely not something I I would think in my head that Frank Ocean would do. But no, Bigger is definitely one of my favorites off of my role. And then my favorite off of my role 2.0 is Up. And since we both share Bigger, what's your favorite on my role 2.0? Uh, mine is Runaway Love. It always has been. Oh, my God. I feel like Underrated Love, if we're talking about underrated tracks on the album, under... Run or no, run or over. Running, runaway love. <laughs> I had to think about this. Okay, runaway love is criminally underrated. The performance of runaway love is underrated. The chair, the jacket, the chair dance, like that was like, oh my god! I thought that was the hottest he could get. <laughs> I was swooning over that performance, and he unzipped the jacket during the performance. I'm like, oh, we getting a little, we getting a little strippy, strippy here. I see. I know, right? I know, like, and, he, and, he's, and we thought that was the hottest he could get. <laughs> and then Bizzle hit us like a hard break. Then Mary Sin hit us like another hard break. I was like, oh, Lord. And it just never gets, it never, it never ends. It never ends. Nope. Um, nope. Um, unbelieve, I believe my favorites are probably either between, um, now, obviously, this is one of my favorite songs just because I have a tattoo of it and most people know that because I constantly post it. I feel like I'm annoying when I keep posting my tattoo, but I'm very proud of it. Um, I have a tattoo that's from Be All Right. This is everything's going to be all right. So that's obviously one of my favorites. But um, otherwise, I really love Die in Your Arms and Right Here. And then I also love, um, cat, uh, not Catch Your Feelings, um, The Thought of You, which is some people skips on Believe, which makes no sense because it's actually pretty good, but to each their own. So I would, if I had to pick one, I'd probably just say Die in Your Arms is my favorite. What about you? Mine would have to be Thought of You. Thought of You is so good. Like, that song mm-hmm. makes me so happy. I'm like, how can you skip it? Right. It makes no sense. Like, how could you skip it? From Under the Mistletoe, okay, so I'm going to exclude songs that are obviously covers and focus on the original ones um probably Christmas Eve I really love Christmas Eve that one's mm-hmm. really good and then Mistletoe of course it just starts 10 years today like we're getting old people I know um, right 10 years of Mistletoe which was his debut release from I won't keep saying debut that's not the term I'm gonna but anyways it's his lead single from the album and I think Justin did a really great Christmas album like that was really good like that's a all year around Christmas album. Mm-hmm. I can listen to that in the summer. And I don't care. He's mm-hmm. talking about shoddy with you and then the mistletoe and we getting ready to throw beach balls. And I'm still about <laughs> to listen. Like, and remember that like gif of Ariana Grande and it turned into a meme and what about it? 
Oh, yeah. That's me. And what about it? Like, what you gonna do? Come fight me. <laughs> but yeah, those are my favorite ones offered under the mistletoe. What about you? Mine is a Drummer Boy and Fa-La-La-La. I have to change Christmas love for Fa-La-La-La. Because, listen, Boys to Man and Justin Bieber, like, oh my God, like, when you think about it, this kid was only 17 years old with Buster Rhymes, Usher, um, Buster Rhymes, Usher, Mariah Carey, Boys to Men, and even doing a CB Wonder cover, even his old CB Wonder cover on his, like, debut holiday album, which I wish he would give us another holiday album. Now, I don't know if you have listened to it yet or remember but he did drop a Christmas song last year. Oh, But yeah. it was rocking around a Christmas tree. Yeah. But, like, I don't know whose idea was it to make it an Amazon exclusive, but I need for Scooter to get on his job if he's done moping around about his divorce to get in the... To get out. <laughs> oh, my God, that sounds harsh. I'm sorry, Scooter. Um, not really, because Scooter is shitty. <laughs> but anyways, this is, not, this is not about that. I need him to hop up on his ass and get us rocking around the Christmas tree on Amazon Music and Spotify, specifically Spotify, because I don't really care about Apple Music users. I'm sorry, I'm a Spotify user. I'm Apple. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I'm feeling generous, so put them on both streaming platforms. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, he made it an Amazon exclusive, and I'm like, that's such a disadvantage because the song had potential. He redid yep. rocking around the Christmas tree, and it was really good. I was so excited mm-hmm. about it, and it was a really good cover. But can, we can't all enjoy it because not everybody wants to sit there and like listen to music on Spotify on Amazon Music. And mm-hmm. most of us are either Apple or Spotify users, so we don't really give a crap to like we might go to Amazon to watch movies on Prime, but we're not listening to music on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Like unless you have an Alexa, which I have an Alexa, but like I don't even listen to my Alexa's music. Now I don't even use my Alexa for music like that. If I'm gonna listen to something off my Alexa, it's Spotify. Mm-hmm. you know so like I feel like it was a disadvantage putting a really good Christmas cover on Amazon music because who listens to Amazon music like mm-hmm. it's a it was a great deal but like it just really was a disadvantage because that was a really great cover and nobody yep. probably knows he dropped it but us the little the little 500 amount of us well really 50 the 50 believers that went on Amazon music to stream it <laughs> um but yeah I I really enjoy follow a lot and Drummer Boy is criminally underrated, too. I feel like it doesn't get its flowers. I was just about to tweet that today because I was like, y'all are sleeping on Drummer Boy. It is really good. I love mm-hmm. it. And then of the promise, like, it's the time of year, JJJB on the snare. It's people, crazy how people, people don't care. I'm sorry, I forgot the word. Something you need to have to give a kid to the toilet. Let's change the flow. Well, that part was, like, dope. And <laughs> that part was, like, dope. I used to love that. And Buster Rhymes, obviously, he's a great rapper, so... I really love that, and I felt like that was criminally underrated, and it doesn't get as flowers that it needs to, and I'm I'm going to keep saying that, because it doesn't. Um, for the next album from that album, uh, Purpose. My favorites on Purpose, um, I'm obviously a no-sense person. Um, I'm a no-sense fan, so definitely no-sense. Um, my all-time favorite on Purpose is probably We Are or All In It. Um, those are probably my favorite ones off the album. And yeah, what about you? Um, I'm trying to think. Mm. It has to be company. 
or uh, get used to it. Oh my God, I like get used to it. You just brought up company and I completely forgot about company. Company is so good. Like mm-hmm. I remember like earlier we were like off quoting that girl's tweet because she was like, name one good Justin Bieber song and people were quoting company and I was like, company is so good. Like people are like, Justin Bieber may be problematic, but he's got good music. And I'm like, you got that right. <laughs> we still in the shackles, but you but you know what? You got that right. <laughs> That's a really good song. I love company and get used to it. It's really good. I was just wondering, is that like a Jaylee song? Because I've heard rumors of it being about J- Haley, but you know. Certain fandom would claim album songs about their girl, but you know, we don't speak on the J word in here. That's forbidden. Not the, well, both J words, because like I said, I mentioned this, I think a couple podcasts ago, and I'm not sure if I mentioned it again, it may have been something I scrapped, but I really don't talk about the marriage or ex relationships on this podcast. Like I really don't. So that's just me because like, I personally don't keep up with the relationship stuff, you know, not really my forte. I'm not a daily fan, but I'm not, you know, caring about his past relationships either, you know, so that's just Mm -hmm. something personally on me. Um, and Percy, because this podcast is about Justin Bieber, not, you know, anybody else. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, those are good ones. I think going on to changes. Oh, my God. Come around me. Uh, come around me really is a good one. And then ETA. ETA is so beautiful. Like, I love that song. It's so beautiful. What about you? Um, it would be at least for now. Oh my god, that was so beautiful. Um wasn't I think okay, so you were the one that because I remember we're both fans of um the series Two Out of Boys I Love Before. I believe that was the song I used in that edit, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it turned out really cute. And like when it said, Ain't nobody got no patience. Mm-mm. Want what they want right now. Stop. One more time. I really was like, okay, I'm going to stop the edit and rewind it and start it over again. Because when I, and every time I hear that part, when he's like, stop one more time, I'm like, it gives me chills. Like it might be his wedding album, but he really knows how to make romantic love songs. And it was crazy because when people were complaining last year about all his music being about marriage and love, where have you been? All of Justin's songs are mainly love songs. <laughs> Like most of his songs are about love. If it's not about heartbreak, it's about love. If it's not about crushing, you know, his debut album was full of like songs about girls and love mm-hmm. and teeny bop love at that time. His birth, his first two albums, a little bit of teeny bop love and believe, but it felt like he got more mature with it, a little more mature with it. He was kind of like aging and it's like that. Okay. I'm still in love. It's still kind of like teen love, but it's a little bit more, you know, it's not like, I'm gonna tell you one time although that's mm-hmm. a classic you know um mm-hmm. but no I really loved the marriage album like that was really good like it was really good like man some of like oh my god confirmation or at least for now I was like one of those songs is gonna be my wedding song mm-hmm. and speaking of wedding songs when we move on to justice off my face easily one of my favorites next to love by you that is a wedding song right there like his vocals on Off My Face, I literally could cry because that is the most beautiful. Like when people play down to his vocals on Stan Twitter, I'm like, 
you're just saying that what, what are you saying that for because you know everybody's Spotify rise about to be justice um probably some more changes and peaches and we know safe gonna be there too because ain't no reason stay smashing this much but saying Twitter hating on it <laughs> it's gonna be an air listen just be about to be out over, over last because last year Justin Justin was on a lot of haters Spotify racks and what they yeah. were doing was going into Pixar scratching off his face saying ignore this artist and I'm like Mm-hmm. we know y'all streaming them you know we know y'all streaming him on a low key we know mm-hmm. y'all hating on twitter and streaming on low key and some of y'all do that for reputation some people do that for reputational matters like oh i don't want to look like a bad person. i want to feel bad i mean like we believers openly support and stream justice music knowing that y'all think this way of him and people feel this way about him so i'm like if we don't care about the low dragging and backlash y'all give us then why do y'all care what other people think mm-hmm. like or like that time when they were talking about they were going to stream changes illegally. I'm like, y'all check it for us regardless. <laughs> I'm so we ain't going to in one stream. I'm like, come on now. We know that, like I said, we know that specifically Justice and Peaches and Stace going to be in everybody's Spotify rap. So get ready for people to be scratching his name out. I feel like they ain't never streamed him a day in their life. I'm about to be, I'm about to be laughing because last year they did a whole thread of, of antis with Spotify rap of Justin oh, I, and I'm ready for part that. two I'm ready for the yep. 2.0 because I will be laughing and I will be supporting all the funny tweets about him so <laughs> you know I am so ready um what's your favorite outfit Justin um it has to be I love as I am and then there she go I think those are my two favorites there she go is so un- I feel like I was one of the few people and I might have been you too that love there she go when it first dropped because when they first mm-hmm. dropped them, like, four, like, five, you know, you know, bonus tracks, people were hating on them tracks. And, yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, and I remember everybody kind of downplaying them tracks. And all of a sudden, I'm seeing a lot of people posting about There She Go being a bop. And I'm mm-hmm. like, where y'all been at? I was there since day one standing There She Go. When Same. I first heard that song, I was like, because it was like when he's like, you can break it down. You don't need a pull. My part is like, I'm so proud of you. I bust you down a rope. I'm like, Mm-hmm. like I and I was like I kind of want him to do that on tour just for me to scream that part only that part because I love that part it's so hot it's so good mm-hmm. so like the song makes you want to dance because it's like there she go that's my baby right like, mm-hmm. it's, such a, it's, it's giving you it's giving it's giving make me proud by Drake but like mm-hmm. a pop like a pop boy version of it and I just like that's really criminal and as I am was actually one of my claim songs when I first heard Justice it's kind of mo- I'm kind of indifferent about it now, but it's but it and it kind of gets a little slander from the fandom. People don't really like it. Um, I really wish when he does as I am that he would bring out Khalid. You know, like if you could bring out Don Tolliver's nasty ass, you can bring out Khalid. Come on now. Mm-hmm. And we have not gotten a Khalid and Justin performance. And as I am is so good, he has to bring Khalid out for one show on Justice. You can't do as I am and not have. Khalid come out and do like a live performance with you like come on now like he, give him some credit mm-hmm. <laughs> yes 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 so I think that wraps up basically our fave and least favorite songs on Justin's discography and now just a little bit of a believer on pop commands I won't keep this too long because I've been rambling like for a while now but um maybe I'll just put this to the saying maybe we'll give off okay we'll do we'll each three do an unpopular opinion that we think about Justin and doesn't have to, it could be whatever. 
and then we'll just discuss those three and then we'll wrap it up with a special believer moment and why you stand Justin. Um, I'm, I guess we can go start off one by one and then we'll just go to, we'll do three and we'll go one by one. Um, so I was talking, okay, so one of my unpopular opinions I guess I'll give is that I feel like some of the bonus tracks, like There She Goes and those type of songs, they're not that bad. It's just the rap features that are terrible. Like all the rap features on the bonus tracks suck. Like Quavo, Little Uzi Vert. Um, who else is a feature rap on song on it besides Jaden? Who else is a feature rap on there? Isn't the baby Quavo. one? Yeah, like they're not bad because I know like uh like the songs themselves are not that bad. They have potential. It's mm-hmm. just the rap features are all nasty men. And, you know, nobody wants to really stream them when they're all nasty men on there. Mm -hmm. I feel the same, like, when I was saying with the R. Kelly thing, I was like, I feel like sometimes the features can really ruin the song for you. Yeah. And they could be really good songs or really good potential songs, but because the features are nasty men, I'm like, "Mm." you know, like, you don't really want to stream them, you don't, but I I feel like they're not that bad, especially There She Goes, like, that's Mm -hmm. not bad, I love that one. But yeah, that's just one of my problem opinions. I feel like the the features can really ruin a good Justin song for him, and he needs to think about that in the future. But he's not. So where do we go from here? Nowhere. Not even up, like he says in his song. Up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you? What's an unpopular opinion you have? Um, hmm. that people did too much on when he released Yummy. Thank you, thank like- you, thank you, thank you, thank you for saying <laughs> that because. When I tell you everybody in a mom, now listen, now, I love, I I do have, and I always will have love for Harry, and I know you're a fan of Harry, and I enjoy Harry's music, but was Watermelon Sugar High not the same thing as Yummy? I told my sister that, because um, she likes Watermelon Sugar better than Yummy, and I literally told her that, and she was like, well, I, well, uh, Watermelon Sugar is like more how did she say it? I forgot how she said it but she was like watermelon sugar is just better than yummy and I'm like they're literally the same but I don't whatever. okay because like because like when you say this is on Harry stands especially the solo ones I get angry at this but and there's no hate to watermelon sugar high because when it came on at the Jonas Brothers concert I was like singing along to it with all the girls because it was really good but but I'm like wasn't watermelon sugar high like the exact same type of song as yummy but yeah Harry got a whole ass and even here we got a Grammy and I'm for it. He didn't get that much backlash as Justin. So I was like, mm-hmm. any other, and I feel like any other artist could have released Yummy and got away with it. But because, and I feel like just people hold Justin, just like what, like, just like what I always say about Jamie too, is they hold him to a higher standard than mm-hmm. so many other artists in the industry, especially male artists that like, when he was like, back even then when he was like smoking weed and stuff, which is a normal teenager thing to do is smoke weed. He was like scrutinized heavily for that. Like the little teenager antic stuff he did, besides like the bad things that he obviously did that we know that's wrong, the little teenager antics he did, like egging a house and, and smoking weed, those were seen as things that wanted to get him deported. And they weren't even like, they were teenager antics, you know? And people hold a much higher standard for him. I feel like even with changes too, it was over hated because. People hold just to this level of standards. And even if you say Justin, let's say Changes is his flop album. For a flop album to get that many Grammy nominations and sell that many records and be that chart topping, 
for a flop album, if some of y'all faves are releasing flop albums and they're not getting changes success, then there's a problem. Because if because if changes is the standard for flop albums, then then what is your faves albums? Let me know exactly. when you find out. Let me know when you find out. But yeah, Yummy was definitely overhated, and people were trying to say like, oh wow, Justin's objectifying Haley and stuff like that. When I feel like it wasn't like he was in there saying like, cause some cause like, okay, I'm guilty of listening to rappers like this. But there are rappers that literally be in the song saying like, p this, you know, p s s y this, vagina, mm-hmm. you know, they'd be talking so nasty about a woman's, you know, private areas. And I think him saying, you know, like bony five Sally and you know, you know, mm-hmm. like he talked about sex, but it wasn't in a vulgar way. Mm-hmm. It was explicitly. A song where you had to, you know, which you obviously knew was about sex, but it wasn't like put in an explicit way. And I also felt like when they first dropped, like when Paris, um, her name Paris, she was a dancer. When she dropped her, like when they dropped like a little like dance video thing that they were finna do for Yummy, Justin got so much hate for culture appropriation and saying that he was using Asians as a fetishization. And I really feel like Paris should have cleared that up ASAP. Because that was never Justin's video. That was her video. She had the Asian women in the beginning. I believe they were Asian women in the beginning. Talking about the Yummy Music video. Talking about, uh, not Yummy Music. They were talking in the beginning. And it was like this blue screen. And when that first came out, people didn't know that that was a dance video from Paris. Which I think Paris Gabriel danced in Young, um, Ch- um, not Young, Sorry. She danced in Sorry. She didn't clear that up right off the bat. So Justin was getting dragged on Sam Twitter saying that he was culture appropriation. And he was using women for, um, he was using Asian women as a fetishization and, you know, all that stuff. And I was in Sam's club with my mom and I was just reading all the tweets and I was like, now, you know, that's not something Justin would necessarily do. And when that was her dance video, I feel like she should have clarified that up and said, hey, this is my video. Because Justin was getting dragged through the mud for that. And that wasn't something he needed to be dragged for. And then the viral hate tweets. Let's not even talk about the viral hate tweets. How tweets are getting 100K likes. And it's so funny because, like you said, Yummy was overhated, but it was in everybody's Spotify raps. Like I said, fake, fake hate on the Twitter, but secretly listening to him under the, you know, under the covers. So, you know, mm-hmm. people are just exactly. so people are just so, people are just so phony that I don't <laughs> even be taking half of the half of they take seriously. Um, my second like unpopular opinion would be. Um, so I'm trying to think of a good unpopular opinion. Um, I guess I would say this is more so on, I guess, like on the fandom itself. But sometimes I do get annoyed with our fandom because it could be 7 a.m. in the morning and I'm seeing them up there fighting the red, the red scarves <laughs> over charts. Like my whole time, oh, be, my whole time, I'd be Spotify streaming numbers and I'm like, I have no idea what that means. Same. Like, I have no idea what that means. Like, what the hell does this mean? Like, mm-hmm. you're telling me that Say needs 64 more points to uh, get to number one. I'm like, what the hell? I'm, and I don't, and I, you know, I don't understand charts, but then I don't, I don't, I don't engage myself enough to learn. I'm too old for that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't understand it. So then I, then I don't ask somebody, can you explain to me how the charts work? I'm just like, let me be, let me, let, let me be dumb on this for one moment. Let mm-hmm. me just be dumb and not understand what's going on because it's better mm-hmm. for me that way. So I enjoy the music myself because i'm not gonna overstream a song i'm not gonna like 
Tyra song out for number one. I'm sorry, that's just not me, but that's mm-hmm. just my unpopular opinion. I do feel like sometimes believers, you don't have to respond to every hate tweet. You don't have to yeah. argue with the red coats and the um the auto tune girl, 25 hours a day, seven day week fans. You don't have to you don't have to, you know, really argue with them on a daily basis. Like sometimes it'd be 7 a.m. in the morning. And I know for me it's 7 a.m. in the morning, but for some people it might be five o'clock in the evening. And I understand that, but I wake up and it's seven o'clock in the morning. I'm scrolling through my timeline and I'm seeing people already arguing with the red coats over Charlie. Mm-hmm. I'm like, did y'all brush your teeth this morning? Did y'all take a bath? Right. Did y'all breakfast? You know, did you get the crust out of your eyes? Like, what are you doing? And mm-hmm. I sometimes hate to tweet that because then people are going to be talking about, what well, it's not all about you in America. It's 5 p.m. here. I'm like, okay. But to me, it's 7 a.m. in the morning and y'all fighting Swifties. <laughs> I just said their name. Although I always like to call them red scarves. I was calling them red coats at first, but then I was like, wait a minute, they got the red scarves. And I can't take anybody seriously if they got a red scarf in their username. In a, in a display name, because I'm like, the coat looks funny. The scarf looks mm-hmm. funny. So I'm like, I can't take nobody serious. But what is your second unpopular opinion? Mm-hmm. Trying to think. When it doesn't have to like- be music. It doesn't have to be music. Just like, you know, it can be anything. You're good. You're good. Like, I'm trying to think. Like, this is also like for the fandom. Like, when they fight like Selena stands, like I'm just like, oh my god. No, get no. over it. No, because and sometimes okay, because I think Dylan. I don't know if you follow Dylan. His name is Dark Knight. He be spilling sometimes, but sometimes believers do, and I and I mean this, and I mean this so hardly. Sometimes they do be dragging Selena unprovoked. Mm-hmm. because they will say they hate Selena, but will be checking for her show, making comments about how they don't like the show, knowing they're a believer, and no one's with Selena is going to find their tweets and start dragging Justin. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they be dragging people unprovoked so much that it's like, you get just you set Justin up all the time, and there mm-hmm. are those believers that will scream and say, okay, don't make fun of Justin's lupus, but then must um, line, but then we're gonna make fun of Selena's lupus. Like, how does that make sense? And also, yeah. too, when believers were like fighting the the Fast and Furious fans, like, why are you arguing with the Cars Two fans? Like, are you kidding uh-huh. me? Like, like it's, it's wild. Like, and when I saw F one on my timeline, I'm like, no, they're not out here fighting with the Fast and Furious fans. Because <laughs> I've only heard like I, when I only see F one, I'm thinking of Fast and Furious. I'm like, why are they fighting Fast and Furious fans? Whole time, <laughs> they're, they're fighting race car fans and they're getting ratioed at that too. So some of my mutuals were going private and I was like, why? And I, and, I, and I promise you, I think I went to work and then I came back and they were still arguing with them. Okay. Like, it was another whole day and they were still arguing with them. I'm like, listen, I'm going to need y'all to let it go because we'll, like, it was one point, I don't know if you know who this person is, but I don't know him too, too well, because he's a lot younger than me, but they were at one point around the KCAs this year, they were fighting with Johnny, Johnny Orlando fans. I'm like, are we oh, down yeah, that bad? Is. Yeah, are we down that bad? <laughs> I'm oh, like, God. go back to fighting the Sweeneyers at this point in the red coat. At least that, at least that looks, at least that looks more, prof- <laughs> at least that makes more sense than you fighting, like, I'd rather you fight the red scarves than you fight the uh fast and furious stance like what are we doing like we lost the whole plot mm-hmm. um, but yeah they they have to let i feel like on both sides they have to let this Delina and selena thing go because 
it is yeah. gonna drive me up the part with even believers too like they try to act like so no mean it's in a way but some believers try to act so like high and mighty and so like you know, there's no one I'm looking for, but I can't think of her right now, but they try to act so high and mighty. Like they're just trying to get the cleaners to stop. But I'm like, I'm like, y'all be starting stuff too. So how about y'all check yourselves too? Like, I, and I know a lot of people doing the time be getting tired because it's like, it's been 10 years and we're still fighting this. Like we need to let it go on both ends. And I just, I just, it's annoying. Mm-hmm. I will say it's annoying. Um, it is my third and final unpopular opinion is I guess okay that just will tie back into the fandom a bit but um the fandom can be so doubtful of Justin and I yeah. didn't want to say this because I didn't want to smack a kiss after but there were so many people that were admitting how they thought Justin was going to be the male Katy Perry which excuse me but like Katy Perry is iconic so I wish y'all would stop using her as a flop standard she's iconic mm-hmm. she's just not you know and a She's not hitting like she used to. And mm-hmm. I don't know why that is, but like, you know, everybody's like, oh, Justin's gonna floss, he's gonna be making it. Because there's always been this trend of like believers having low expectations of Justin. But then when he does really good, they're the first ones to celebrate him. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that. And I didn't wanna say that in a way to make it seem like, oh, well, I'm a kiss ass or I eat up anything he puts in front of me because that's not the truth. But like, mm-hmm. some, and I was saying that last year, going like a lot of times they would start, like, it, it'll, be, it'll be the week of streaming. The song will come out. Everybody will be eating it up. They'll be saying nice things about it. Then a week later, everybody on the timeline is saying, oh, I didn't want to say this because, you know, everybody was streaming the song and enjoying it. But, um, yeah, I really hated the song, actually. I was just, you know, pretending to stream it, you know, for the week. And I'm like, okay, how do y'all do this? Y'all wait till a week after the song is dropped to say you uh-huh. hate the song. And then don't even get me started on the mask buying. I ha- can't tell you the last time I mask bought a song. I redeemed a few songs during the Stuck With You era, and that was about it. I Uh have never mass bought a song, to be honest. I have not bought a song on iTunes in a minute. I stream them on Spotify, and I do the best I can to help out, but I'm not streaming a song 25 days, 7 days a week, and spending 50 50 to $100 on a single. Like, there was BTS fans that spent over, like, $5,000, and if you ask me for another unpopular opinion, I don't think that Billboard, any chart should be capped when I think about it and I look back at it, I'm like, we're really sitting here spending $100 to get a song to number one. That's not an organic number one. That's not getting a song organically to number one. Mm-hmm. We're mass buying it. And yeah, there should be legal laws and rules put on there. Because, mm-hmm. and people might think, oh, you're trying to stop, you're oh, like, oh, that, oh, that's being a party pooper or whatever. But put some legal stipulations on that. People are spending five, raising 10 k dollars 10k like ten thousand dollars for a single to go to number one that's not organic mm-hmm. when when songs used to go organically to number one back when like rihanna and beyonce and justin you know you know even justin just first started out when those songs used to go organically to number one now we're all obsessed with like you know chart manipulations and you know yeah you know mass my song and i feel like 50 dollars is way too much for a song I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but like, I'm not going to pay, I'm not going to put, I, I can't buy the song on my own accord, and I think anybody can do that if they want to, but like, people were donating like 50 to $100 last year for some songs, and I'm sorry, but I ain't donating no money like that for a song. Mm-hmm. That That is not going to help me, 
And yeah. and not gonna lie, then the day Justin barely says thank you. So what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what are you doing? You spending two hundred dollars mm-hmm. on a song. And also too, I didn't like when they were kind of harassing the Chinese fans because they're like, Oh, the Chinese fans are rich. Let's go, you know, let's go bother them for some money for a single. That was really rude to some believers. Yeah. And I really did not like that at all. And to also assume that belief that that um that the Chinese believers were just rich. And I don't know mm-hmm. where they got that from unless like, cause I think, actually I think what happened was that they donated a large amount and then they started harassing them for more money. And I was like, that's weird. I'm like, if somebody does donate to a large amount of money, don't beg them for more money. Like why y'all being greedy? Mm-hmm. Like, leave, like leave the Chinese believers on believers alone. I thought that was really poor taste of believers, which quote, quote on believers. Cause I don't know who would do that and still be a believer. Like that's kind of rude, but. Yeah, that's yeah. my last and final pop. Um, that was your last. Wait, was that your unpopular? Oh, no, that was my last and final pop. Now your last and final unpopular opinion. Um, I think it would have to be like when I I think some people in the fandom do this, but I don't I don't actually know. But when people are like, "Why are you gonna tour for like the same person or go to the same tour like multiple times?" Like. Oh, like yeah. let people spend their money how they want if they want to go to multiple shows let them like oh yeah that at first I used to kind of be like that I used to kind of think why would somebody go to like two Justin shows on one tour but that's until I did that at the Jonas Brothers tour for the Happiness Begins tour and mm-hmm. I really saw like I heard a whole new song that I didn't hear the first leg that's mm-hmm. when they perform like it's Christmas and sometimes an artist will switch it up excuse me, every show, like the Jonas Brothers, they're throwing in deep cuts. Every night it's a new deep cut. <laughs> and I'm, and you know what? You're finna get a new deep cut too because tonight they just did Goodnight and Goodbye. And I'm like literally, I'm like literally waiting for them to do show. And so I- Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's people's money to do whatever they want. I'm honestly planning three shows for my Justice Tour adventures. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I can go to three shows. I want to do, I already have night one in Chicago secured. I want to do night two in Chicago and then I want to go to NYC because there's going to be the biggest believer meetup there because a lot of believers yeah. are going to MSG and we know Justin performed in MSG 11 years um, 11 years ago you know he performed at MSG for his tour and stuff like that so I just thought it'd be really dope to actually mm-hmm. be able and it'll probably be 12 years next year if it's if it's not by the time I by the time the concert happens if not you know, it'll be 10 years, it'll be 12 years since then, mm-hmm. and that was just an iconic show for Justin, because that was his first time at performing at the Mexico Garden, where, you know, like, people like Michael Jackson performed and stuff like that. Yeah. So, it was really huge for him, and he sold that out of 20 seconds, so I just like, that's going to be the biggest show to go to, and mm-hmm. I just want to go there, because I really was, like, missing out when the MIA stuff was going on, so I really want to go to this show yeah. and meet a lot of believers, and Surprisingly, a lot of believers have their seats together, but I'm probably not going to be sitting with anybody that I know because <laughs> my tickets were a little expensive. So if I get, and you know, flights and hotels and stuff is going to be pretty expensive. So I might just get a nosebleed and go. But who knows? Sometimes people say you can find good tickets on the day of the show. So yeah, and I've had that happen to me before too. So I just think mm-hmm. everybody needs to mind their business and not your money. So mm-hmm. you know, when people are getting hate for like going to five, eight different shows, mind your business. Like people's happiness is is you know put into these shows and if they want to go to like five eight to ten different shows let them who cares if mm-hmm. you think you know yeah that that's one of the things that I hate too 
And we're going to see some believers say that a lot of times this year, next year. But I mean, like, also, too, this is Justin's last and final tour. This could be Justin's last final tour. This could be his last tour for a while. Because, you know, he's yeah. hitting on one of the babies with Haley. So I'm going to go to five, eight different shows if I want to. Because I don't know when I'm going to see Justin Loud again. It's mm-hmm. been, like, six years since the purpose. I don't know if you went to the purpose for yourself. But it's been, like, no. it's been, um, is this your first concert? Uh, my first Justin concert, yeah. Okay. Yeah, see, for some people, it's their first concert. Or for me, this was my second tour because of my first tour was Purpose Tour. Mm-hmm. And my first concert was the Purpose Event. I luckily got to go to that when it came to Chicago. But I haven't seen Justin since the Purpose Tour, and that's been five, six years. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to go to as many shows as I want to because I don't get to, you know, and you're not, you know, we're not getting any younger. So, live it yeah. up. Go to five, eight to ten different shows. Uh-huh. I'll be supporting everybody. I might throw in a fourth show. I always want to go to shows in Milwaukee because I feel like that's not far from Illinois. So I'm like, always mm-hmm. like, maybe I should hit a Milwaukee show. Because mm-hmm. normally that's when they do the Summerfest and a oh, lot yeah. of artists perform at the Summerfest and stuff like that. So I might do that one. But I'm cap- I'm capping on both nights in Chicago and then trying to do MSG. So mm-hmm. you decide to do, if you decide to throw another show in there, do MSG because they're going to be coming to MSG. And if you do decide to do another show, come to Chicago because I would love to meet you. That's one of my bucket list with you. Yes, I'm like dying for it. So to wrap this podcast up, um, we're just gonna be sharing. Um, you can do it in both things, just sharing like um a special believer moment and why you said Justin, I'm gonna go first. Before we get into the segment portion, I just wanna let you guys know that I will be mentioning the topics of depression and suicide and just things of that nature. So if it does trigger you in any way shape or form please do skip this part of the podcast and please do remind yourself that this is a portion that I will be talking on the topic of suicidal ideation and things of that nature so if that along with depression is very triggering for you to listen to please do skip this part of the podcast um I have many special believer moments but I think that the I think that justice in music is just always a moment for me um my special believer moment was, and I'm going to get a little, not too, like, not too like, triggering a deep, but I'm going to get a little personal. Um, as many of, as many as a lot of believers do suffer with mental health, I've suffered depression for a long time, and I've dealt a lot with suicidal ideation, trigger warning, and one of the songs that got me through a lot of my mental health year, a lot of my, like, dark past was Be All Right, and then this year, March, I believe sometime in March, I don't even know what day it was. I was like grappling through this over and over again because I actually have a Demi tattoo that I also got that's related to mental health because Demi was another person that got me through a lot of my mental health issues too and continued to just like Justin. Um, I got a levotic heart and then this year in March I got the um, a tattoo that says "Be All Right." Everything's gonna be all right and that song literally saved my life and it kept me here and I'm just so grateful to that song and it was something I got tattooed with a butterfly which the butterfly just represents, you know, uh, my journey with my issues and journeys with like my insecurities. But that was just a really special part of um, um, a really special part of me being a believer because I would come home. I was, I was a bully kid in high school. So I would come home and I would cry listening to that song. And I just felt like Justin was there. Like when he would say, you know, oh, I, I love you and everything's going to be all right. It's just like he was telling me, I love you. Everything's going to be all right. You got this. And it helped me push through like a lot of like my high school years because I was bullied a lot. 
and I was cyberbullied too to the point that like I was literally like I remember one time I was cyberbullied to the point where like somebody told me to kill myself repeatedly and I just that that really messed with me and it still affects me to this day that like I'm still healing from a lot of that stuff along with a lot of other personal stuff that I don't want to share on the podcast but my special believer moment is just kind of like having that song and that album at such a crucial time in my life where like you're still figuring out who you are, but you're also like dealing with bullying and, you know, teen pressures and stuff like that. So that's my special belief moment. And that's mainly the reason why I stand Justin because his music comes at such a good point. Like I remember I was crying when he did the Freedom Experience and he said, you are not alone. I started crying in my room because I really needed that that week. And it just really got me through so much of seeing Justin and his music and what it's done for me. And that's, why I'm a believer because Justin's music is very inspirational and it helps a lot of people out mentally, physically, emotionally. You know, Ghost is one of those songs also too that's gotten me a lot through like death. I feel like that's a very good song that's gotten a lot of believers through death, you know, recently, lately. And that was one of the songs that gets my grandmother's death. And I just feel like a lot of time, you know, you just music is just so good. I can you do anything. You don't, there's always a song for something. You need to pick me up, play I would be, I would, or play baby, you know, like, or if you need something that just makes you happy, you know, Justin has music for everything. And I feel like Justin takes the time to put into his music about depression, about mental health, about parental divorce, about, you know, you know, even like a song like, life is worth living like that's a song that's like so amazing and people focus so much on yummy that they miss his really great written songs like changes and stuff like that so that's my special believer moment and why i stand justin bieber what's yours um well my special like believer moment was joining like stan twitter and like meeting a bunch of people and like yeah just like meeting a bunch of people on twitter and like um being friends with them and actually making like friends through Justin and then also like you said like his music and yeah that's like basically my special believer I don't really have many but yeah no I really agree I think I wasn't I was on Stan Twitter a lot back in like 2010 uh but to like 2014 and I left for um, personal reasons, but then I came back in 2018, and I met so many believers, and so many new friends like you, and I met, like, V, and I met Cass, and I met, excuse me, I met Kiki, I met Nay, I met um, Lakey, I met so many, Jerry, I met so many believers through Stan Twitter, and I met so many people that I can go to concerts with, like, Nay's at Chicago, um, Justin Stan, so I'll see her at the Justice Tour, um there's just so and there's another black libra i just met recently that stays in chicago that's going to justice tour so you make you make so many friends and although it can be a headache a lot of times i just think about like all the good memories that we've made on center and whenever it's like a performance night or an awards night we're just all you know like today we all came together to like talk about our favorite justin songs and that was the most peace we've had in this panel for a minute and I just really enjoyed that. And I think that's something very special that you can take too from this is that like Justin brought so many friends together. Like I have probably watched Kiki's MIA, anyone edit that she did for MIA. I've watched that video like maybe three or four times because it's so beautiful to see so many believers come together for Justin. Probably got some crushed ribs and broken ribs and tired feet, but they all came together for Justin. 
And I just love seeing a lot of believers like me, Justin, outside, or, you know, when a lot of believers were, you know, going live with Justin last year, that was pretty fun. And I just love those moments where we can look back on it and be like, this was our home. This was our family. This was, you know, our friends. And we built a little community because a lot of us can't talk about Justin in public with other people because they would never understand. So having this community in this place where you can speak about Justin openly and not feel like you have to be judged, although Sam Turner could be held, I found the community because I didn't have a place to talk about Justin Bieber. And through coming back to San Twitter, I met so many Black people that enjoy Justin too because I, growing up, I didn't think many Black girls like me enjoyed Justin Bieber like I did. And when I found Kiki, when I found B, when I found May, when I found Tay, when I found all of them, I found the community of Black people that enjoy Justin. And that was really special to me too. That would be another special believer moment for me too, is finding people that look like me that stand Justin and that understand what we all had to go through to still be here. And just the moments when like, you know, bad things do go south with Justin. I have them to lean on. I have them to be around and them to understand my pain and my frustrations. And I think that's just, you know, an amazing tight knit, you know, community and stuff where you have people of different races, of different ethnicities, of different religions and different backgrounds, different sexualities. We have trans, you know, we have trans fans. We have fans that are non-binary. We have fans that are gay, lesbian. We have fans that are practicing Muslims. We have fans that are Christian. We have fans that are Mexican. We have fans all over the world. We have Asian fans, South Asian fans. We have fans we have fans like we're going to talk about like we have fans justin has fans all over the world and it's amazing you always meet a new person justin has atheist fans you know like his mm -hmm. you know you know that's kind of funny he's a christian he and then you know he's an atheist fans but you know i really do praise the atheist fans and the fandom for not digging on justin's uh, religious beliefs and them and them being like respectful enough be like, yeah, nah, this is not for me, but you go ahead, Jesus Dan. You go ahead. But mm -hmm. yeah, I really did enjoy talking to you. You have to come back on the podcast. And honestly, I vibe with you so well that if you want to come be a co-host on the podcast, I would love that so much because I enjoy talking to you so much. Same. And of course, so that's completely the end of our podcast. Um, that was me talking to Brittany. Um I'll leave, if you don't mind, I'll leave all your socials down, you know, in the description box and stuff like that. And I'm going to edit this up and try to have it up tomorrow because I really think it's going to be a fun podcast episode. Um, thank you for coming on. Um, you are welcome to come back at any time. If you have any segment ideas, you're welcome to come back on. And thank you for being on my podcast. Thank you. Of course. about my Call me on that hotline bling If you wanna be with me Call me on that hotline bling Right now If you wanna be with me Yeah